May 24, 2021, it's Waff Pedro Show.
Watt for Pedro Show. Happy Monday. Started off with Why Was I Born? John Coltrane. Then Liquid Pennies with Secret Dash. No, Secrets, plural, what? Secrets Dash. Like some kind of race. Uh, Brother Matt, for Love Girl, a couple miles south. Place your point, still quit in quarantine mode. But I'm not totally man alone because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. I got Brother Chaz and his Liquid Penny bandmate. Well, not all of them. Hello, hello. We're we're missing some of the Liquid Penny band members. We're happy to be here. Yeah, but we're missing one, right? We're missing, uh, we're missing... Drummer drum- couldn't make it. Drummer man, and which is the heart of a fucking band. <laughs> we're that's sorry the one cat you, you don't want to lose. Even That's what always tripped me out about that first Clash album. They don't have the f- drummer on the cover. Yeah. Fuck that. That's true. Fuck that. And I'll tell you, the biggest fuck up Where's the Minutemen did was not having George Hurley at the front of the stage like I've been doing the last 20 years. Putting him in mm-hmm. the... Yeah, the guy in the rear with a bunch of gear. Fuck that. Put him up front, <laughs> downstage. This is the heart of rhythm music. Don't be Absolutely. in denial. Yeah, that. Well, took Watts a slow learner. Okay. So, who wants to go first? Chaz? Or, or sure. any of your band yeah. members? Because what I want to do is I want to go through each one of yours, a uh, l- little uh, short, abbreviated version of your history through music. Of course. Okay, Chaz. Your earliest musical recollection, please. Well, my first recollection of music was uh, the, uh, I would say, Chuck E. Cheese, the animatronic uh, performers there. There was a, a fake Elvis one, and there was also a fake uh, Beach Boys one. And, and also a I fake gigantic it. mouse. Yeah. I think that's and Mr. Would, fucking Cheese. Right. <laughs> yeah, lip sync to these songs, and so I, you know thought elvis was a giant lion kind of thing you know that was, and then i really liked the music too and my parents had those records so that's some of my first i think you know elvis is definitely one of the first uh yeah yeah some of the first music that i i remember hearing and, and probably because you're to. folks because for younger people elvis is like fucking buttload of years ago but it's true. the man could yeah. sing. The man could sing. It's one reason why on tour once yeah. he stopped in Tupelo at the little church. He learned how to sing it. Now, was there any instruments in the pad you grew up in, Jazz? Yeah, so I had like a, um, I had like kind of like percussion stuff. And I, I didn't actually get um, a guitar uh, until middle school. But I, um, I played the clarinet. I picked that up later on. But, in school? Um, it was part of the school, like marching band? Yeah, school band in like uh, sixth grade through middle school and then into high school a little bit. But your parents, <laughs> they were more like listeners and not players? Yeah, okay. without a doubt. You okay. know, um, That's all right. You know what I mean? Was a, he no, here, here Chad. Yeah. Let, let me explain to you. No. Nobody picks where they come from. So that's why I like to hear everybody's story, because how we got to today is always a trip to me. It is. Yeah. So what was the first record you bought with your own money? Uh, The first record I bought with my own money. Yeah, Remember, it's a Watt for Pedro show. There's no hard questions and there's no wrong answers. Yeah, I know. And it, it is 
when I'm when you try and look back thinking which one you know I actually kind of like received and which one I actually like went out and spent money on. But uh, yeah, because when you're a kid, right, you don't have a lot of money. So when you spend no, money, yeah, it's, yeah, it's important. Yeah. I uh, it was probably I I was really into like some of the the hip hop and rap stuff. It, it was probably like a um, like LL Cool J CD. And what was I the was first the, gig you went and saw? Yeah. Yeah. What was the first gig you went and saw? Um, the first gig was a local gig in. Uh, it's all right. Music's music. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be out of town to be any good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, how'd you get on the guitar? How'd that happen? So, guitar, I, I kind of started listening to um, some more guitar based music and kind of getting into punk rock and stuff. And I, um, why, why does punk acoustic. rock have to be guitar music? You know, in the early days of the scene, I can give you a little insight cause I was there and it was anything. Some dudes fucking Taft Falco, Falco played a power chainsaw. <laughs> you know, the screamers <laughs> didn't even have a guitar guy in the band. Neither did no mercy the nervous gender only a little bit. But anyway, you because of the I, I think I know what you're talking about. Because by the time hardcore comes, it is fast guitar. But I'm yeah. telling you, in the '70s, the movement was like whatever the fuck you could get away with. Uh huh. <laughs> I hope we get back to it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a man I want to fucking follow. <laughs> okay, okay. So because of the music you're listening to, determines what you want to play. Because rap, right. there's not so much guitar in rap. No, not not a not a whole lot. But I I do see you know there was some maybe similarities between like well you know the Beastie Boys punk music and and well, that and, well no and Beastie Boys and, Beastie Boys was a hardcore band that went over to rap sure. and then yeah, when they did the, they kind of did their version of Black Flag's TV Party and they had a guy playing electric guitar even while they were still rapping. Oh yeah, they're all incredible musicians all around yeah it was um, really adam yauk he taught all those yeah cats. so there's a crossover and especially with you know skateboarding and snowboarding and, and stuff like that that was kind of my from watching videos and and the songs and those that's how i connected and to you know your music as well um the the first places that i heard a lot of uh some of the older uh stuff and then you start to see where like you know the the stuff that was going on then was influenced by and working your way back and, and, uh, and then just wanting to do it myself. And I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska. So I, there, there wasn't a lot of like bands coming up there as much. So we yeah. had our own little like music scene and, and a reason to like want to play and perform for my friends. And sure, you know, sure. Yeah. So, so what was the first guitar you got? Um, it was, it's a classical nylon string. Um, and did and you take lessons or did you teach yourself? I took a few lessons. Um, I took a few like introductory lessons, learning like the basic chords. And I actually went back to that same teacher years later. Um, oh, great. And learned a few like jazz, a little, a few things about jazz theory. And, uh, but very sporadic. I, I mostly have taught my, myself. Like uh, listening to uh, songs on the records and try, that's how me and D Boone learned. Figured, yeah. Although there was that's a dude who showed us a lot. There, there's nothing like a cat who another musician who can turn 
a musician onto shit. That's a great, great gift. Without a doubt, yeah. And, so, uh, what about what about the thing after school? I'm not talking graduate, but in the afternoon, did you have the bedroom band, the basement band, the garage yeah. band? Yeah. So we had the yeah. My my first band was called Blackout, and we were just like a, a kind of fast, loud band, and uh, had to be finished before my dad would get home from work. Well, with practice, so, did you guys yeah. ever do a gig? Oh yeah, yeah. What, we did. what was what we was did the first gig, gig like? Oh, the first gig was at a place called Cuddy Park, where we do these like kind of punk rock barbecues with a generator and uh, and yeah, we it was great. We didn't have a bassist; it was just a uh, guitar, and I was on vocals, and then we had a drummer, and uh, it was. It was a blast. And, it was a success. Yeah. That first gig was a success. It was, yeah. Okay, that's really great. Was. That's great, because sometimes the first gig ain't a success. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like skateboard. Oh, yeah. You were talking about skateboarding, right? It's hard to, like, start pulling ollies on the first fucking go around. It's not going to happen, at least. <laughs> Unless you're really lucky. <laughs> Look, I want to play, I want to play like bees.
to kill a lot less animals than Ted Nugent. He does, uh, I think he has a house in Alaska, which is uh, where I'm from. So, some osmosis going on there.
Please land, make it simple. O land, give me life where the dead leaves crunch beneath foot as dawn breaks and spills over the grasslands. Land, give me bird song that showers the edges of trees, resting on the fingertips of branches long enough to let them hold a piece of the horizon. Land, give me wind that shakes the edges of the sky and blows over the borders. Old land, give me a river to run through me, let the moss grow upon my back. Land, call me sun and moon, tell me when to rise and fall, draw an axis upon my body and map out my edges. Old land, let the birds nest upon my shoulders and the creatures burrow beneath my spine. Let life grow out of me and make it simple. Please, land, make it simple. Please, land, make it simple. silence before dying, no echoes, no predictions, no knowledge, no nostalgic interference, silence from words, from intricacies of language, from nuance and suggestion, fact and interpretation, silence to feel, the sway, the rhythm, the pulse that makes up the makeup, no more words now, she whispered and dropped her intellect, like dropping a robe. Falls to the floor with so many creases. She picked up the air between us, tore it into a thousand pieces, which fell as ashes do, and exclaimed, I don't need the longing. I don't need the longing that this belonging is bringing. She held me tighter, tighter still, enveloped me with her might, and leaned down to whisper in my ear. An out crept a silence I never would forget. No more words now. Now is the time for going. Silence before dying. No echoes, no predictions, no knowledge, no nostalgic interference. Silence from words, from intricacies of language, from laws, from suggestion, fact, interpretation, from demands, wants, needs not met, and the seemingly infinite draw of longing for those who we consider to be a limb, an extension of ourselves.
Watt from Pedro Show. That was Liquid Pennies. Tampa Sessions. Across the bay there, right? Uh, like bees. SLWCC Watt with lip service after that. Deke uh, album. Uh, Sam, I have yet to meet the guy, but we made a whole album work on EP right now. Iowa City Cat. Beautiful. Decaf. Brand new. The engine runs, but everything else is failing. Well, ain't going to roll. <laughs> Maybe you work on the brakes, though. <laughs> Obama's printed after that at the Insect Lounge. Divine Providence from Sophie Asparum and Christopher Gregory. That's out of Derby, England. Uh, Trapper Shook, brand new. River Called Disaster. Revolver Flavor. Flavor's got the England spelling, but I don't know where they're from. Days. And finally, Liquid Pennies with three, four, and fives. And now the violin player for Liquid Pennies, people. Zoe. Zoe, your <laughs> earliest musical recollection, please. Um, I think it'd probably be, um, so my grandma was a concert pianist, um, and she, she started touring the world when she was probably like seven or something. So she moved down here when I was around like three or four and she got us a little keyboard and started teaching us piano, uh, me and my brother, uh, like keyboard. Yeah. Um, so that's probably my earliest sure yeah <laughs> now the yeah. people i've had on the show with piano lessons a lot of stories of woe a lot of nightmare it seems like it depends on the teacher how was your experience yeah mine wasn't too bad because i also <laughs> so i also started playing violin when i was uh, around six so it wasn't like the main focus of like instruments basically um so, and it so, was my grandma so she you know she was strict but like, she was also my grandma, so she was sweet. Right. You so, know? Zoe, you had two yeah. teachers? Huh? You had two teachers? Um, so, I had my grandma who was teaching me piano, but then I started taking violin lessons when I was six. So, that started to be, like, the main focus. So, you had so, one teacher yeah. that taught you two different things. Um, no, I had a different teacher okay. for my violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Watt is a slow learner, but that's why I asked you. So one teacher default you love because it's your grandma. The other teacher was not a dick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. that's happening. Yeah. Now, now the, 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 the violin is for school, right? So actually, I... I... I didn't really do it through school. I okay. was kind of maybe maybe the weird one. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. Were you, did you do choir? I did do choir, yeah. I did a lot of singing stuff in school, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Now, now, what was the first record you bought yourself? So, I think it was a, a couple. I bought, like, uh, the Styx album and the Kansas album because I liked the cover art and I wanted to put it up in my room. I didn't have a record player yet. Um, and and then my, I brought it home and my mom was like, oh, like, because my mom is uh, a bassist in a in a band um, in high school. And she was like, oh, they were like, they were one of my favorite bands. Like, and then I finally got a record player I listened to and I was like, hey, okay, I kind of like this. So. so so there's musicians in your family. <laughs> yeah. My, well, of my course mom, your grandma, of course your grandma. Yeah. But but, but yeah. your mother played bass. That's interesting. Yeah. So my, my mom played bass in high school and then she, I think she played some kind of wind instrument as well. Um, but then her focus was on 
art in college. She was an artist and became graphic designer. Yeah, so, but I could see her um, wanting to encourage you with music. That's fucking happening. Yeah. Uh, can, can you remember the first gig you saw? Um, I the one that comes to mind is really embarrassing because I was in middle school with my like middle school like girlfriends and stuff. It was like Allie and AJ, the like Disney Channel like. <laughs> Sister, Look, duo. a lot of that shit you can't pick, Zoe. Don't don't worry about it. It yep, just happens, yep. you know. No, that was it. Now, now, was now, it. you know, rock and roll ain't so much a violin. It is a piano music. That's what's the big jive thing about it being guitar, because actually starting yeah. the piano. But did you do? Did you do any rock and roll bands in in grade school, high school? Um. So I I tried to I because I because I didn't do violin. I just took private lessons for violin and I didn't do it through school because I just didn't really like the idea of like symphony and orchestra and stuff and so I did try and be in a couple bands um I I started playing with this guy who was into arcade fire and we were trying to get something together but it just like didn't feel quite right to me so that kind of fell through so, um, so never... I like I tried that was my goal so but... <laughs> so is, is liquid pennies like one of your first bands yeah okay. yeah it is yeah. That's yeah. bitching. That's beautiful, you, Chaz. Now, now there's a third <laughs> member, right? Correct. Hey, Mike, this is Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Now, what do you work? You I'm a, uh, I'm a fellow force trainer like yourself. Whoa, okay. There only, there's only four because they're bigger. <laughs> yeah, it makes it easier on me. Okay, your earliest music, uh, er, musical recollection, please, Dylan. Earliest musical recollection, I grew up going to a lot of, like, camping blues festivals and kind of bluegrass stuff with my parents. So yeah. more than individual music experiences, it was just kind of blurs of, you know, weekends and tents with yeah, campfires family and yeah. family a bunch trips. of bands. Now, you said bigger strings are bigger, but, man, at first they were hard on me because they fucking hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't believe how big they were because I, I thought a bass the was railroad just railroad ties, right? Fucking cables for bridges. I yeah. thought I thought it was a guitar with skinnier neck. I was wrong because arena rock. <laughs> we were so fucking far away. Okay, so what was the first record you bought yourself? Um, when I was about fourteen, fifteen, I remember going into a CD shop. And so my first ones were CDs, but I scooped yeah, up that, Rancid's. Yeah, the medium doesn't matter, you know, collection of songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. No, my first two I bought in the same day was uh, Rancid's Indestructible album and Sublime Self-Titled. Those were pretty California, impressive. Both from like California. 14 to 16. California, West Coast. That's right. Okay, now, what was the first... Uh, well, you w told me you saw these gigs, the blues stuff and the blue bluegrass stuff, so that was your first music. Now, did you do any school music? Were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? No, not really. Okay, um, okay, I just asked. Didn't grow up a musical family. I just asked because some schools got rid of their fucking arts and music. They, they think it, it's not important, you know, so that's why I always ask that. Now, what about yeah, after school? What got you on the fucking bass? Before I ask you what happened after school, how'd you get on that bass? Well, I was on guitar for a whole long well, time. Okay, how, how'd you get on, on guitar? How'd you get on guitar? Um, Just kind of scooped one when I was like 16. Got one for Christmas from the parents. A uh, little knockoff squire or something. What I was it? Random? It out of the box and sticking it in the ceiling fan. As soon yeah, as but I Dylan, took it out. Dylan, did you ask for it or was it just a random gift? 
Oh no, I wanted it. I had now, yeah. Now, why did you want it? Why did you want to jump on that? Wanted in on the action. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> now, there was already a five million other dudes who wanted in the action. That's why you got on base, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, that was just like the old days. No one wanted to rock the fucking base. Yeah, pennies is kind of my first foray into bass, but uh, glad I don't have to play guitar in this one to keep up with Chaz. Okay. <laughs> no, you look good making Chaz look good. I love politics <laughs> and bass. I love politics and bass. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, also, you feel it more than you hear it. But man, we need the guitar people. We need the violin people. We need the keyboard. And we damn need the drummer. Yeah. So, that you know, one thing about especially ensemble music, it's about the team, right? Without a doubt. Yeah. It's about the team. Uh, the man alone music, woman alone music, that's kind of its own thing. When you got an ensemble, you want to make an interesting conversation, I think, in my opinion. Without a doubt. All right. All right. We're at the end of the first hour here. May 24, 2021. Dishwap Pedro Show special gig. Guess three quarters of liquid panties. Hold tight for hour two. May 24, 2021. It's the second hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro Show start off the second hour with Liquid Pennies doing distance. No NCE there, people. That's NTS. Hanson Potaker after that. Dark Matter. Blood Quartet, brand new out of Barcelona with Jandik. Uh, well, he called himself the representative of Corwood Industries. I got to do two gigs with him. But I guess that they did a tune dedicated to Interesting cat. There was a whole documentary. You know, there was a lot of mystery with that guy before he started doing gigs. Mm. Yeah, all during the 80s. And uh, A is for Acne from Lucas Sabella in Sydney. And then finally, Liquid Pennies. Second person. Which is a way of telling the story. He said, he said, he said. <laughs> but we want some first. Exactly. We want some first person. <laughs> uh, right um, resource yeah regarded liquid pennies let's talk about how this project got or actually band right got together sure bring it um yeah i uh when i i moved to um saint pete in 2015 and i started playing with our uh drummer jj um just kind of messing around, jamming. Um, How'd you meet JJ? Room. I'm sorry? How'd you meet JJ? Um, he was a friend, like kind of a mutual friend. and um, Like you yeah. just moved to town and, hey, I, I know drums, come on. Yeah, it was just kind of a very fortunate, um, like, coalescence. Uh, yeah, we, uh, and we vibed really well and, and kind of just started playing and I, kind of started getting more into writing songs, um, like structured songs and, and, uh, yeah. So we kind of just started doing that and we were playing with a keyboardist at the time. That was our low end. Um, like oh, you're talking about the left hand. Yeah. Like a doors kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Also when yeah. I saw Sammy Hagar, uh, sing with Ronnie Montrose, they had their, uh, organ man doing the bass with his left hand. Oh really? I think they the, seed, have, they, I think they the just, seeds did okay. that shit too. Yeah, a lot uh, of you know, some people always try to cut the fucking bass player out, you know. But I, when people do that, I always think of that poor lonely kick drum. Yeah, yeah, the poor kick drum. Poor, lonely, <laughs> it, it, it is different in that format too. And you know, I played in bands with just guitars too, and it, it is a different kind of without that real it, it makes a huge difference and i always have preferred having that um yeah so, so how, how, how long did the keyboard last um so we um kind of did a few demos but we didn't uh really play out besides playing at like a couple of our friends house like house shows um and um so when that kind of uh period ended uh jj and i met Dylan at a record store. Uh, we went to a show at a record store, and um, Dylan and JJ kind of knew each other from them both playing in bands around uh, this area. And yeah, we we jammed, and it was vibing well. And we already kind of had songs set up, and that was kind of where it established itself as actually being a band. And we we decided we were gonna, you know, start trying to do gigs and a power and, and, trio, a power trio. Yeah, yeah. And, and the keyboard fell by the wayside. Yep. Yeah. Bass won in the end. 
Yeah. Way to go, Dylan. I want to play uh, Content. <laughs>
Watford Pedro show. That was content from Liquid Pennies. So tell me about the first Liquid Pennies gig that wasn't, I guess that there was that stuff at the friend's house, but that was the version with the keyboard, right? Right. So what's the first version with the missing drummer and Dylan? Yeah, so we played uh, a uh, tattoo shop here called Lucky You Tattoo. Um, and they have a really awesome setup for live music at night. They, you know, shut down the shop and, and would do shows there. So it was us and a band from Orlando called the Bubble Boys and another band from here called Sonic Graffiti. Just those guys are killer band. And, uh, and then a solo artist that, um, uh, Lisa, that had a band that, that played too. So it was a fun kind of like wide range of people. And it was a good turnout. It's just kind of in the, in like a strip mall, but uh, like, you know, a bunch of people just showed up to, to see the music, you know, and nobody um, threw shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those DIY venues in a tattoo shop in a strip mall in Florida that's brought in shockingly good bands. I've played time. I've played buttloads of strip malls in Florida, believe me. You oh yeah, you get surprised and, and you, every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, no, no. I've had a lot of good gigs. And I've played I've played strip malls here in SoCal. I played strip There's malls strip all malls over the fucking general, place. So the yeah, that, you know what I mean? High probabilities. You Anybody who's going to judge a gig before it happens <laughs> is an asshole. <laughs> you got to let the gig happen. If it turns out shitty, okay, it was. But don't ahead of time say it's fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you can't that, call it that early. Right, because <laughs> there's enough negativity and shit and reasons mm -hmm. for not wanting to make music. Uh do gigs, whatever, write songs, fucking express yourself, whatever the fuck. We ain't going to go that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the reasons I do the show here. So that was a success. I asked because I've had lots of shit thrown at me. I've had a lot of negative reaction at gigs. It's good to know you had a good one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay. That's what I perceived now, from Now, now this, <laughs> this other version of the band yeah. was doing demos. Now, does yeah. this new Power Trio version of the band start to do demos? And when does Zoe get yeah. fucking brought in? Yeah, so I I really got into recording a lot when I first moved here as well. So I was doing a lot of my own just kind of stuff at home um, on a... I got a Tascam uh, four-track uh, cassette thing. Um, so we were kind of trying to, like, record stuff that way um kind of throughout and we did it a lot of different demos that um you know we it took us a while to kind of land on uh some stuff that we liked but um our first album was just all you know that's kind of how we did it we did the drums and the bass um on the four track and kind of did the overdubs on on the computer and stuff but um it was kind of a blurry line between actually recording and, and like demoing stuff too. Cause we were trying to document it as we were going the whole time and kind of learning the hard way, what works and what doesn't. <laughs> well, well, speaking of hard way, what about touring? So we haven't done any like extensive touring. Um, we've, we've played around Florida, so we've done some but games. You know what? I got to tell the listeners out here. 
Torn Florida is pretty big because because yeah. it's bent like it is. You think it's small, way smaller than it really is. Very true. There's yeah. there's at least five seven gigs, and they're spread out, man. Yep. Yeah, you can cover a lot of ground. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I always do. I always try to do at least three or four. You know, if, if I'm going to go down that way, especially Miami. I mean, you know, there used to be alligator. Well, there still is alligator alley, but that used to be mm-hmm. hundred miles of nothing. Right. <laughs> now they got, a, I think, a gas station in between. But it's filling in a bit. Yeah, it's filling in a little <laughs> bit. Airboat rides yeah. by the daters. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, there's places to play. That's when that's a really neat thing about Florida. You know, there's it's like a Texas, it's like a California. There's a lot of gigs. Sure, lots yeah. of options, lots of good cities here. Yeah. So, so you get you catch you you never you never did that because that's one way of trying to get the band sound right doing gigs. Yeah. And what happens and we, is what I found usually is you wear out your welcome it in the hometown. So that's why you got to kind of tour. Take it elsewhere. Yeah. Yep, and you know it's uh, we were we were kind of on that uh, we had that momentum kind of going. We had gone to like Orlando and Tallahassee um, last February, and then you know everything kind of just yeah stopped. yeah yeah we, we know we, the situation yeah yeah so that was just but we you were, were talking two thousand fifteen we for it but you were talking two thousand fifteen and shit. So I was actually talking about before the situation. Yeah, yeah, we uh, you know it the the gigs we were playing we we kind of would have a, a you know a period where we weren't playing because we we're recording our stuff but uh yeah it it was definitely getting to that point where we were ready to start hitting the road well when did you get zoe yeah so um chaz and i actually met actually i met dylan well i knew so okay so i was uh neighbors with this girl um, that Dylan was friends with. And uh, she just invited me uh, to this brewery where there's gonna be like a show. And I was supposed to do something else that night, actually, but my my friends weren't responding um, quickly. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go to this thing. Um, and then Chaz and I met and we just like started talking and stuff. And um, yeah, I feel like that's pretty much, pretty much how it happened. Um, we realized we were both like, into music, we're like, yeah, let's let's see if I can be a part of this thing. So yeah, because yeah, yeah, a couple of years ago, yeah, yeah, because you so. never had heard her play yet, right, Chaz? I get, I feel like we started doing something. We kind of like tried to jam some like acoustic, acoustic stuff, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and so we were doing that for a little bit, um, and then yeah, and then he was like, yeah, you know, do you wanna? try this out um you know i hadn't done too too much like electrified stuff but i was like interested you know that's always what i wanted to do and, and not like symphony stuff you know i wanted to try and like well, zoe you said you had that sticks in kansas record yeah kansas had a violin dude yeah totally yeah i'm super into the idea of like violin and a rock band i'm like that's just so cool and unique you know like yeah so okay okay yeah. And music is music. Fuck, you could do it on spoons. You can do it on <laughs> yeah. Alabama sausage whistle. Yeah. Look, definitely. we're at the end of the second hour, May 24, 2021 edition, Wapito Show. Special guest, Liquid Pennies. Hold tight for hour three. May 24, 2021. It's the third hour of the Wapito Show.
Live from Pedro Show. We start off the third hour with Liquid Pennies doing what fun. Uh, Heinbach after that was Sagan. Liquid Pennies with left. These are the long jams. I didn't ask you, where did you get the name Liquid Pennies? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint, but uh, it's uh, kind of like the meta- metallic taste, uh, like a taste thing. Um, sure. Yeah. When I first did PCP, that's what it tastes like in my mouth. Uh huh. Like exactly. fucking metal, aluminum foil. <laughs> they were telling us it was pure THC. And we bombed mm-hmm. that shit for like a month and we said, fuck this. <laughs> black, black dust, yeah. And, That's uh, probably a good decision. This was, yeah. Yeah. I think so. This was <laughs> back in the late 70s. Uh, uh, let, let me ask you about how Liquid Penny songs come together, because you keep talking about uh-huh. demos. Do, do you write sure. stuff for the band, or is it a collaborative thing? Um, it It is, uh, at least it has been a lot of um, my writing, the, the framework for the song, and then kind of coming to the band and, and um, structuring it out, and maybe you know coming up with a little bit more of the rhythmic and dynamic parts of the songs after, but... Um, but yeah, again, with just recording, I, I, I've been trying to, um, record things, um, when I'm doing that too. So there, there is just a reference point and, and people can listen back to them and, and kind of, we can establish a thing and, um, work on it in between us seeing each other as well. But, um, well, let me ask you about words. Yeah. How they get there. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know if I can even, like, uh, describe it. I mean, it's just... Well, like, uh, for I, example, one time, me and D. Boone tried this five or six times. Here, you write a line, I'll write a line. Uh-huh. Yeah, it didn't work that much. <laughs> <laughs> Back and forth, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I found that, you know, I... I, it, I just kind of do it and and it happens every at least I write a song probably monthly at this point and um, usually it's a melody and then I'll, I'll kind of like write words um, fitting the that that's usually how I I do it rather so, than oh, so you words. write the you write the words to the music that you've written exactly you're not one of those cats yeah. that carry around a notebook with a buttload of words that are looking for music yeah no that's uh it, it it has become a lot because I've been trying to focus more a little bit more on melody and um, and from singing melodies and maybe getting sounds from singing melodies uh, maybe coming up with words and also just you know the feeling or what I'm wanting to do with the song um, is obviously gonna gonna um, influence that as well but uh, it is a very hard thing to articulate it's uh, yeah. Do, do the other members ever bring in their tunes? Um, I started doing some of the like uh, word stuff for what well, I don't know if it was anyone's on this album, but Secrets Dash. Secrets. Oh yeah, Secrets Dash. Um, and then so yeah, so I I do a bit of songwriting. Um, so for my like part, my like echo vocal parts, like I wrote the little secondary melody and like um lyrics for that so i've been starting to get uh into that a little bit and it's kind of like a collab 
Right. Yeah, we've yeah. been doing, you know, and what fun too. Uh, Zoe wrote the, you know, her parts on the chorus. So we've been we've been kind of doing this like some call and response or like a dialogue between us and the songs a little bit more. Yeah, or the harmony. Yeah, I because since I did I did like chorus and like I did a couple acapella groups in high school and in college. So like I can naturally do like a third harmony pretty easily. So I'll just I'll make up the harmonies as are well. You, are you guys aware of a SoCal punk band called X? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Exine and John Doe. In fact, Exine is from Florida, I think. Really? I can't, I can't remember which town, but originally, yeah. And and John Doe's uh, Baltimore, New York City. They're actually uh-huh. East Coasters, right? Like a lot of West Coast people. <laughs> it's okay. Country's big enough we can move anywhere we want. It's all right. Sure. But anyway, yeah. they do a lot of that harmony kind of trippy thing that's really signature for the band. Yeah. And, you know, Xenes, uh her harmony... Yeah, they they just get these incredible. They, there's nothing like their voices to get. I, yeah, right. The right. divine of Western civilization. So yeah, I think that's when I first Johnny really kind Johnny of, hit and run Pauline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kicking so both good. doors open. Yeah, <laughs> I want to play here from you guys. Camp.
Sticky. Buck naked. Salt. Liza. Drum kits. Spam. Don't call. Panties. Vicky. Buck naked. Salt. Liza. Drum kits. Spam. Don't call. I'm just a girl. An ordinary girl. A girl that's trying to make it on her own. I've got a flat, a garden-level flat. Okay, a basement flat to call my home. It's pricey in a city, and to live alone is gloomy. So that's why I'm posting here. I'm looking for a roomie. Looking for a roomie, someone courteous and clean, unlike the one I'm kicking out or previous six pennies. Vicky, buck naked, salt. I'm living in the city now. I'm trying to be urban. I'm down with every gender and with yarmulkes and turbans. I'm not all that particular or wedded to perfection. I just want criminality a smidge below detection. I'm looking for a roomie. I'm looking for a roomie, someone courteous and clean. I like the one I'm kicking out. Previous six months. Not another circuit born to public self abuse. Not another Courtney always quoting Dr. Seuss. Not another Vicky who is vegan to a fault. She hoarded nuts and berries and gave up caffeine and salt. Till one weekend something snapped and some longing breached the dam. I found her playing in the yard, smeared head to toe in spam. And book naked, book naked, book naked. I'm just a girl. An ordinary girl, a girl from the plainest cloth is cut. I have a flat to share, austere and clean and spare. Please call me, please call me. But no pets, no smokers, no practical jokers, no phobias, no allergies, no sleepovers, no parties, no drugs, no drink. Let me think. If you listen to Metallica, don't call. If you come with a well-used drum kit, don't call. If your mother's a neo-Nazi, don't call. If you wish you were Liza Minnelli, don't call. If your boyfriend likes to strut round the house in my panties. Because of bed bugs, if your address is now your car, if you got an imaginary friend or poop with the door ajar, if you're partial to Stephen Sondheim whenever you're feeling down, and take on a hangdog distant look, then bellow, 
Send in the clowns. Or think a drain's the perfect place to amass your fallen hair. Or if you see perpetually blaze the best of sunny and share. Don't call, 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 don't call. I'm just a girl, an ordinary girl. Plain and average, that's my strongest suit. I got a flat to share, would love to have you there Would you someone who's celibate and mute Don't call, don't call, don't call, don't call
Live for Pedro Show. Started last chunk of music for this edition with Liquid Pennies doing camp. And then Veda Hill from Vancouver, Canada. Not Washington State. Yeah, there's one right on the border. You get confused, people. I don't know why they fuck. Well, not, yeah, that's probably why they did. Roommate. Now, this lady, Veda Hill, she went and took uh, the way. You know how she gets her lyrics? From Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> people write some fucked up shit. Okay. Or requests, right? They request some fucked up shit. Uh, Liquid Pennies, finally, with Dissolver. I thought, you know, what better way to end than to dissolve, right? Now, I'm not saying, you know, act like a snail, let me put salt all over you. <laughs> or a slug, right? I don't want that. I don't want that. But I do want to know some guesses you might have about your future. Like, what's your next plans? Yeah, um, we're really uh, excited to get back to playing gigs, um, after not doing it for for this long, um, so that's that's kind of our immediate thing. We're playing a couple of gigs uh, in July, and um, and then we've been writing new music and kind of uh, um, we're, yeah, we've just been coming up with new stuff. So we're gonna try and record, oh, and we're gonna play some new music Chaz, out live. Chaz, are you still using the four track and then overdubbing with the pewter? You know, I've been trying to go. Um, to the computer yeah um yeah it's just a lot easier and you know i found with the the tape uh the speed of the tape yeah you know, <laughs> an issue a little bit yeah, of hiss so. a little bit of hiss too yeah exactly so now we've got a, a good little spot like our practice pad yeah uh, we have we can have everything kind of like set up to where we get a good live recording and we'll have a good you know Sure, sure. I, I love people doing their own shit. I mean, it's possible these days, you know? It is, yeah. Very it fucking. Like Buddy Rich would say, that is very fucking possible. Without a doubt, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, so gigs, getting another record together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about video? Yeah, so, I mean, we... Uh, we did our last the the music video for camp um uh kind of independently um and secret stash as well yeah um, actually yeah we've done uh, several of them i uh do a lot of like time lapse photography yeah i um, mean I, I, that's why i asked you about it because i dig it yeah you're, you're very creative uh, on that end too and where can people find you on the internet so um you can find us on um all the streaming stuff. No, but do Spotify. you have your own website is what I'm asking you, Chaz. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, either our YouTube channel or our um, like our Instagram or Facebook. <clears throat> but uh, you don't have your own website yourself? No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're yeah. part of all that corporate stuff. You know, look, whenever you put flyers up on a telephone pole, you're not AT&T. I understand. You know, but it is good... <laughs> Like, uh, the way I relate it is like a fanzine. Right. Right? Nobody gets in between you and what you want to fucking write. That's why I think having your own website's good. Sure, get the word out to all them other places. Put, yeah. staple up your flyers on every fucking telephone pole there is. Sure. But yeah. have your own fanzine, too, so you can't get censored out of the world. Love doing flyers. We still do those for, yeah. for our shows. I, yeah. I, Gary I Floyd from the Dicks that. told me, 
They did that before they even had a band. That's what made them had to finally make a band because they told everybody they had one. <laughs> Man, look, I loved having you on the show. Big honor. When you get this next album done, will you come back on? We can play it and talk about it. We'd love to do that. Mike. Okay. We are so honored to be on here and appreciate you giving us the time to, to talk about yeah, our music Yeah, of course, Chaz and Zoe and Dylan and the missing drummer man. <laughs> it's been a Liquid, pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Liquid pennies. Keep on, keep it on. People, it's been May 24, 2021 in this Wapito show. Keep your powder dry.